0: Hello, my elite friends. It's Adam Meister. It's January 28th, 2022. On Thursday night, I was, or Wednesday night, I was on Clubhouse, thanks to our buddies at CoinBeast. And I recorded it. It's like two hours. It gets jumbled and it's hard to hear some of the other dudes. Jump around this thing, okay? It, you can hear me very well. Um, you try to get to the parts where you can hear me, I guess. It's, it's harder to hear the other guys. Some people ramble on. I think there's some interesting parts. But again, this is, play the 2X if you can. It's it's pretty random. I didn't edit it at all. It is the the raw clubhouse, okay? So I'm just putting that out there beforehand. I, I don't want you to, you know, say this is horrible. I, it, I can't hear it. Yes, it's, it's a little different. So definitely jump around. It, there are some interesting points. I have no time to edit this thing though. Uh, so pound that like button if you're watching and go to my videos and pound that like button. How about that? That's what I meant to say. Enjoy this, guys. It's, it's different. I, I'm a unique beast. What can I say? Well, I, I mean, so many people uh, listening to this right now think the government is so smart and think, you know, Think that, go- I mean, no, they're not smart and they're not monitoring every single thing you're doing. And it's they, they have no idea what they're doing. And so, 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 so you don't have to, I mean, always fear the government, but don't be petrified of the freaking government. I mean, it, it's it, think of the government bureaucracy as just the, the postal service, okay? And the, 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 the Fed, the, the, fear their <laughs> yeah, exactly. Definitely fear their help. But I, I, I really, and I, I just, I don't know why they haven't gone to FedCoin yet. Um, I think it, it'll it be as soon as they understand. As soon as they can do it, they're going to do it, okay? Um, but d- don't grant them the the ability to do it fast because they're naturally slow. And if they were efficient, they would be in the private sector anyway. But I truly believe, though, if they go to FedCoin, um, it will we'll be in the roaring 20s again, that all this panic will will go away. Um, but, but in the long run, the people who get hooked on the Fed coin, it will be very, very bad for them. But again, Bitcoin is the is the way out of all of this nonsense. We can just watch it on the sidelines with our popcorn and, and enjoy it all and see the Fed coin. Met. So I hope to, I, I know the Fed coin is going to happen eventually. So I just I like to get my needle right away. I don't like to wait for my, my needle when I go to the doctor. Well, I mean, when I was a little kid, I don't get needles anymore, but (laughs) I wanted to get it done with right away. So I want them to get this done with now. Just bring on the Fed coin, do it. Let's see what happens. Uh, because I just, this worshiping of every little word that comes out of the Fed's mouth. I'm sick of it. I mean, I've been through, I mean, and, and the theme of this discussion tonight, is this a bull or a bear market? Um, yeah, I am just sick of everybody panicking every over every little thing the Fed says or doesn't say, and the reason we're down in the 30s right now partially, um, is just because of every this macro environment where everybody is is just waiting on what the head of the Fed is going to say. So just get it over with. Bring on the Fed coin. It'll be out there in the open, and I think everything will boom again. And if people want to value their wealth in Fed coin, let them be idiots. And for the, the 20% of smart people, we'll value our wealth in Bitcoin and we will be fine. So th- th- there's my l- really long answer that tried to tie it into uh, the theme of the night, too. So I, what else does everybody have to say about FedCoin? No, I don't want no FedCoin. It's going to bring a lot of pain. I mean, talking about creating weak men,
1: I, <laughs> it doesn't get any easier or softer when it comes to money than. is going to breed a lot more pain than people realize. I'd I, I prefer a slow grind-up
2: than something that's going to potentially create a lot more weak men in my
1: country. And I think that's exactly what men would do.
3: I think Adam, you know, they're, they're going to push it out there as soon as they got it. They'd be stupid not to. Um, I, I, I think the reason we haven't seen it yet is I think, one, the technology's not ready. So most countries around the world, they're kind of like the European Union and even Mexico, for example, they're talking about CBDCs. But most countries that are talking about CBDCs, they're kind of saying, yeah, 2024 is the year, 2024, 2025. So I don't think the tech's ready, firstly. And then secondly, I wouldn't be surprised to see it rolled out at a very strategic moment. Like, if I were to track my tinfoil hat on, the hardware's out there. The
2: hardware
1: is out there. That is not a problem for these people. You think an unlimited amount of funds is something that's not hard for them to come by? I mean, and they'll buy time like nobody's business. It's just they know that it's going to destroy the market.
0: You give them too much credit. That they're just slow. They're idiots. <laughs> the, the hardware is so. What if the hardware is out there? They they have to actually implement it. And uh, I mean, Luke, you got you made a good point though. A strategic good time to to let it out now would be strategically a good time to let it out. And and again, I how do I think it will? Uh, I think it will supercharge markets just to, to just get it out there. Um, because this the sp- if they have the ability to do negative interest rates, because that is what Fed coin allows them to do.
2: the IMF, the Bank of International Settlements and what they can implement what
1: they're capable of implementing is is not limited by any means and so I think that that to have anything to say about equipment or hardware or or it not being in place that is not a thing for these people it's it's just that the amount of devastation that's going to occur
2: once they decide that U.S. dollar is gonna go the way of the old yeller and it's gonna
1: be uh, central bank digital currency, that's gonna wreak all kinds of hell on the world in itself because look at how many people are backing their currency on U.S. dollars and then all of a sudden you're gonna create a paradigm shift for the entire system to go just to a central bank digital currency. It's, I think that there's gonna be a lot more at stake globally than what people think and then even at home in the united states it's going to create all kinds of controversy i mean you got to think about the generations that are going out the ones that are coming in it's going to be real interesting and i think that it's just the way that it has to happen they're going to use
2: something to the extent, in my opinion, that's akin to cyber pandemics or something, and when they do do this, that's going to also signal they're wanting to roll out the digital identities and everything else that goes along with, let's say, uh, a health passport or anything or a digital driver's
1: license or anything like that, and it's just how and when and at what point they do it is going to determine on how they can control the public. I mean, this, this is all bigger than like,
0: just like one little thing. It's all these people are connected, like through the media, everything. It's, it's not, it's it's going to be very coordinated, but it's going to seem very like off the cuff at the same time. Wait, wait, wait. I I have to disagree. Uh, you're complicating things way too much. Uh, all, all the central bank digital currency, (laughs) all all the central, All the all the central all the central bank digital currency is is just the dollar. It's not gonna be very confusing at all. You're just going to get your dollar a different way. It's not gonna wreak havoc at all. It's it's I'm talking about in regards to how other nations view their themselves and with what's going on. Every time they increase the supply, it devalues another nation's holdings and savings.
2: Not just the United States citizens whose savings are being devalued here, and so like a transition like that, they're gonna be like, oh man, you guys are just totally, completely, 100 percent off the rails. We ain't gonna mess with you no more. <laughs> for, for <the> Bitcoin
0: <laughs> no, 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 they're not. No, they're not. They're loser countries. They could have done that a long time ago. They're weak. Yeah, all the stay with it. yeah, they've stayed with it all these years. You, you get they are go to the they go to the Bitcoin standard. Why? Why the heck would they go to the Bitcoin standard? They can still print their own money they'll still be able to print their South African rand or whatever they do in those other countries. What, why would they get fiscally responsible just because we become more fiscally irresponsible? They'll become more fiscally irresponsible. This isn't... You don't get it. This big—this Bitcoin thing... I think I'm having high hopes, maybe. Yeah. Maybe I'm just having high hopes that they'll be smart enough to make a change. No, no you, you do have high hopes. Bitcoin, most people, will, most people will never adopt Bitcoin. Most countries... Th- those tyrannical leaders to adopt Bitcoin, they give up all their power. They will stick with printing. I actually see a lot of nation states and countries just sticking with it because it's an easy handout for
1: them.
0: Yes. Yeah. It, it, and it's just, the, they're going to do their own central bank digital currencies too, which will be able to, they'll be able to monitor their people and everything a little bit better. I mean, there's only going to be a few central bank digital currencies that, win in, in, in the end. And those are from the most powerful countries. China will be able to pull it off. United States, Japan will. These third world ones, they'll, they'll become more dependent on our central bank digital currencies. But uh, I, I don't think, I think people will celebrate it. I, I think people will celebrate it.
1: this is going to happen. Um, the, the the currency changing over to digital and everything else, I, I had somebody saying that it's going to be way faster talking about a 24-month period and I just I ended up conceding to them not on the 24-month timeline, but more of like a 10-year timeline, but just because it's, like you said, so much easier for them to do what they're doing and, and keep doing it and And my point to them was that with the way things are and how they manipulate indexes like CPI and everything, they can grind out the destruction of the currency for way longer than people think, if that makes any
0: sense. Yes, it does. And negative interest rates allow them to do that. Negative interest rates give a whole new new paradigm to stretching out the current situation that we're in. It gives them, they could imagine in the future, in the near, in five years, you get a mortgage for negative 10%. So so you, 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 they they pay you to take out a mortgage and every month your mortgage payment is less and less. People will still default on those mortgages too. People will still do, but it, it will just supercharge the economy. It will supercharge the economy.
4: find a way to blow that opportunity and uh, yeah I don't, I don't know the timeline like how quickly this is going to happen but um, I don't know I tend to think it is going to be a little bit longer but I don't know I mean they're if they had their shit together they would have been on top of this but I honestly think that Bitcoin has forced their hand um, and, and it's picking up and, and ruining their plans um, so I, I think why I think why the pandemic was fumbled and just kind of they stumbled out of the gate like oh hurry up hurry up get a, get something out there to stop all those riots um, and uh, yeah I don't know I, I don't think they're as competent as we think they are but um, I also don't think we should underestimate them you know you know something um, they're
3: um they kind of, they're definitely working on a sped up timeline. If you don't read all the World Economic Forum documents, it was all, it's all talking about 2030, 2030, 2030, 2030, 2030 was the year that they're going to roll out all of these digital ITs, and they've been talking, least, talking about this well before any mention of COVID. It was just, um, obviously, the, the repo market blew up in late 2019. The yield curve inverted in 2019. Fed was printing trillions of dollars in 2019. And the riots as well, Corey, you know, there was like nine countries with protests that were larger than a million people in size going on in 2019. It was almost as if they needed something to kind of, uh, well, one, explain the money printing that they had to do in early 2020, and two, stop all the riots that were going on in 2019 to stop a full-on revolution. And uh, they're definitely working on an accelerated timeline, I agree with you there. Um, I think the next couple of years will be really, really interesting. I don't know your history. I mean, we're everyone's saying like we're in uncharted territory. Uh, you know, this time's different. I mean, if if you look at history, I mean, these cycles repeat themselves. You know, great uh, book, The Fourth Turning. You know, it gets into all that.
5: But you got you got to remember. I mean not just the fed right you, like you said you've got this great financial reset in motion and you know we're assuming that the fed and all these guys they, they still want to play the game right uh but what if and i'm just i'm just throwing this out here but what if uh they realize that they they have no more moves right i mean it's either inflation runaway inflation or you tighten and the stock market crashes. So, I mean, the Fed and all these central banks are out of moots. Uh, the only thing you can really do is is actually play a new game. Mm-hmm. And that's where I think central bank digital currencies, uh, you know, basically allows them to, to play a completely different game. Um, and we have to remember, though, the financial, global financial system is extremely centralized right now. So, obviously, Bitcoin, you know, is the solution. It, it tips it the other way, but... Um, I, you know, I, I, I fear these, these central bank digital currencies are coming a lot sooner than people think, and it will. Short term, it's definitely going to create confusion. Um, you know, they're they're going to make like like you guys said, right? UPI, you know, people want their people want easy money. That's that's what they're used to. It's like a drug. That's what they're addicted to. So it's going to create a lot of confusion. So you know, short term, it's, uh, it's I think it's going to be a problem, but hopefully, uh, people awake. Uh, you know we can orange pill and and you know get people uh, moving in the right
2: direction.
0: Yeah, John, you you hit you hit the nail on the head. It's a they're just going to do this is the this is the logical option now is to go to this. But they have tried everything else. You got to try something new now. And I. I, it, for me, it's one big experiment. I was, I am safe in Bitcoin. So I want to see what happens. I want it to happen. I want it to happen real soon because it's going to happen. So yeah. And I, I agree with everyone. It, it hasn't sped up a bit. Um, I mean, there's, everybody is noticing inflation now. So um, I don't think people predicted that we would have such big, inf- well, <laughs> logical people predicted this, but the people in the government uh, did, did not foresee people starting to get annoyed by inflation and, uh, you know, the product shortages, the, the government hasn't gotten it through the thick skulls. If you miss, if you mess with one aspect of production, if you tell people to stay home, of course, there're going to be supply chain issues eventually that you're not going to be able to predict. So I don't, I don't think they were ready. Uh, and when I say they, I mean the government, uh, for, for supply chain issues. So that, that helps sped all this up. But yeah, I, I, It's going to happen, and I I hope it happens soon. I just wanted to get it over with, and I feel very confident in my Bitcoin, and it will be a way to onboard people into Bitcoin, a real-life experience. Like, okay, dudes, they're totally monitoring you with your money now. Go to something uh, that the government doesn't have 100% control over. Look at this uh, orange uh, orange pill here. So, I I mean, I tried to put a positive spin on it.
3: I, I don't even know how to
2: use clubhouse to be honest uh, Maybe I'm just thinking about the topic of our room and everything and Like what Adam's <laughs> saying about the the
6: central bank stupid and everything and I okay, mean, I well this. It's... Shelly hey, this is What's going on guys? Yo, yeah, what's up Shelly? How you doing? How you doing? I know, it's been a minute Cool to see you guys are throwing a room well, thank you. Um, so, my thoughts are that Central Bank is are, like, they're the last tool
2: in the bag, pretty much. If you look at the Fed and what they've said and how they've signaled and all their press releases
1: over the last 24 months, they've exhausted their set of tools, unless they want to pull a rabbit out of a hat. That's going to be like they're saying, the
2: CPDC, and, and hey, in my opinion, CBDC is gonna create a lot of weak individuals, and it it's, it pro-
1: potentially could create hard times because of you know the, the impact on prices and everything that they could have with forced spending and all. I mean, if if producers know for sure you're gonna absolutely have to spend on my milk and eggs, I might as well charge whatever I want for that milk and eggs. And I mean, but the thing is, is that could make the Bitcoin price go cool up? <laughs> Seriously, really fast too.
6: Yeah, independent of Bitcoin, I agree with your sentiments, and I just, I don't prefer the idea of that level of control, you know? It's like, okay, we don't like the, uh, who cares what form it's in, some people might say that, but there really is a difference when there's just a lot more power there, and uh, whether or not they exercise it isn't the point, it's the fact that there's the potential.
2: I would concur with you, absolutely, in regards to your sentiments, and the potential for sure. What do you, what do you think in regards to uh, individuals who might receive that
6: and uh, do things with their other available, uh, let's say, assets or funds? Do you think that they might vote as a big point? I mean, yeah, I do agree that it depends if if people, you know, I'd like to say everyone would feel the same way about it, but we know that's not true. That's why people are divided on a lot of issues. So if people liked it and they supported it and they're just kind of blind to the risk, then probably not. But if they don't like it and people start speaking out about it and kind of, you know, if the general consensus is that they agree that it's uh, taking away some of their freedom and liberty, then maybe they will. And that's what I would hope for. I mean I, I personally I feel and I think that uh, if if it does come down to that and that's the way that it goes, I I think definitely there's gonna be an uptick in, in market movement in regards to Bitcoin price just because
1: people are gonna get bored. I mean they're gonna have What's going to happen next is you're going to have people are going to be looking for other places to go with their funds. They're just not going to know what else to do. Like, where are you going to save your money if it's being forcefully spent? Like, use it or lose it, period. Well, I, I better go buy a ass ton of bread and some butter and, like, salt. and It's going to be, like, 1920 again right bu- right before it got really good, like Adam said earlier. And then it's going to be really good if you're holding Bitcoin afterwards. I mean, because that's... Hyper-Bitcoinization will ensue, I probably believe, if we go the route of CBDC. That's why I believe right now every Bitcoiners' plan should be to get into their own form of a citadel and, uh, and be prepared. Because, uh, yeah, it might be the roaring
4: 20s and that'll be fun. Um, but whenever everything else goes to hell, uh, they're going to be towards everybody that has a, a Bitcoin, you know, any Bitcoin swag or anything that they got at a conference, we are going to be coming after you. Um, so get the, get hunker down, get ready. I just met one of my neighbors, like I, for those that know, I moved out to acres of land. I'm out of the city. I'm done with that. And I just met a neighbor yesterday. I bought a hundred dollars worth of firewood off of him in Bitcoin. I paid him in Bitcoin, so I was orange billing him. And then as we're talking, he goes, by the way, I make my own bullets. I was like, no shit. All right. Yes. So, That's the best. You way. Way. Yo, you got a good name right
2: there, brother. Don't, you hey, take care of me.
4: Yeah, oh yeah we, got, we got, we were, I told, we were just talking. We talked for like three hours and I'm standing at the end. I'm like, you know what? We're going to be really good friends, I think. Because uh, I mean, he's sitting there telling me, he's like, yeah, he's like, I'm not into the 3D printed guns yet, but you know. I'm pretty close. I was like, oh shit, all right. Here we go. Yeah, I a, Yeah, I got a couple
2: of, uh,
1: there's some conferences I think him Nibba might be very interested in. Um hit me on Twitter Some for you. Oh yeah, no,
4: I, I definitely will. And he's he's like dude, he's so ready to be orange bill. Um, you know, just like he, he was asking all the questions. I was like, dude, you're there, you're Tell you already got
2: him, man. I think
1: you got him. I think you just tell him, tell him about a little bit of Trezor action or bit 5 2 action. You know,
4: make sure he got a little self-custody going on. And yeah. Like, yeah. And I, I'm going to point him to you because he said he wants to get into mining. And I was like, well, look, I've been into Bitcoin now for uh, a little over two years. And I was like, and I'm just dipping my toes into mining. So let me... Let me get my you know feet wet and then and then I'll start walking you through it because <laughs> I was like otherwise I have no idea what I'm doing. And I'm gonna point you to other people. Oh man, I love love getting people online when it comes to the
1: miners. So just
0: no matter what it is, if they can't find the IP address or whatever it is, we'll make sure it is taken care. Of. Uh, hey, I, I want to uh you 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 asked a question there, Hoddle. And I think we should probably get back to the point of the, uh, of this, uh, of this room, uh, will uh, 2022 be a, uh, a bear or a bull market? Yeah, but let me, <laughs> so, uh, my, my take on, uh, I, I want to compare 2022, uh, the people saying it's going to be a bear market because of, you know, what 2018 was or what 2014 was. And, uh, I, I lived through both of those, uh, 2014 and 2018, the, the, uh, bear markets. And I got to say, it's, it's a lot different this time. I mean, first of all, it, you know, there were, there's no such thing we're talking in this, uh, whatever this thing is right now on my phone, <laughs> this is, this is clubhouse. There's no such thing as clubhouse back in the day. There was a, the community that the cryptocurrency community, Bitcoin community, whatever you want to call it. It's so much bigger. It's so much more mainstream. And clearly the macro events have been tremendous. This, this, this virus this is all so unprecedented. So what Bitcoin has been through uh, these la- this last year uh, was not the way it was in 2017 during that bull market. It's, it's, it's totally different. Um, and I got to, you know, for all the people with the weak hands that are panicking, that are Bitcoins in the 36,000 or whatever it is. Um, I mean, it was this low during the summer also. I mean, it, it's not that earth shattering. And one Bitcoin right now, is worth more than the median salary of an American citizen. 50% of Americans make less than one Bitcoin in in a year, okay? So when we were talking bear markets back in the day, when it was 2014, it was like 200 bucks, okay? And there was a fear that it could go to zero back then. Now, 2018, there was no fear that it could go to zero, but it it went down to $3,000. I mean, we're talking, we're at a point today um, where it is, a Bitcoin is worth quite a lot. So if you, to, to believe the FUD, um, if you believed in the FUD in 2018 and 2014, you I mean, you could have got a, a 2022 uh, median American salary for like 200 bucks back in the day, for 3,000 bucks for, four years ago. So I am not convinced that this is, that we're gonna follow the exact same cycle as before. This is necessarily the beginning of a bear market. It would not shock me though, but just the macro environment is so much different than 2014 and 2018. And just the mainstreaming of cryptocurrency. Everybody's talking about it. And I mean, I know people don't want to talk about NFTs and all that nonsense, it but but that is part of mainstream culture right now. This is doesn't compare to 2014 or 2018. And I, I got to say something here. Um, one thing that a lot of people don't want to talk about that could help Bitcoin avoid a bear market is this, uh, I mean, and you don't have to believe in Ethereum at all. You can think Ethereum's the biggest scam in the world, but you, what you've got to realize is that there are plenty of people that got a lot of money in this Ethereum thing. There are plenty of people, you know, when I meet people all over this country, they try to tell me when I say I'm a Bitcoin person, they mention Bitcoin, then they mention Ethereum. If this Ethereum 2.0 thing really happens, if these virtue signalers turn their coin into proof of work, to proof of stake in this environment that we live in today, where everybody th- doesn't think anymore and they think that Bitcoin kills the environment and that we must put the environment over humans, that human life is worthless, that the earth is number one. So if, you know, with that mindset, with that psychotic mindset in mind that most people have today, that the environment is worth more than their freaking children. Okay. Which most people believe now, Um, not not a lot of people. Um, If Ethereum 2.0 pools is successful and goes to proof of stake, uh, yeah, proof of stake, um, there's going to be, tons of money coming into cryptocurrency. Like, oh look, there's an environmental friendly, the number two is is the most environmentally friendly coin of all time. Long story short, that could help Bitcoin. I really think Ethereum 2.0 being pulled off is going to help the Bitcoin price and could avoid a a bear market that maybe we're destined to get into uh, because of macro factors. that that could help avoid it. Ethereum. I know I know that's like sacrilegious for some people, but I'm just telling you what I see out there. And it, it's I guess it's sort of a contrarian take, or it's a unique beast kind of take. I think Ethereum 2.0 could uh, help the Bitcoin price and could help avoid the entire the cryptocurrency market avoiding a, a bear market. So that's a that's that that's my take on this. And my, my main thing is people do, don't worry if we're going to be in a bear market again. One Bitcoin is worth more than what an American citizen makes in a year, what 50% of American citizens make in a year. And we're one day closer to an all-time high. Bitcoin always returns to its all-time high. That's really all you got to remember.
1: Said that what they're making in a year annually versus the price of Bitcoin and everything. Well, I mean they don't, they're not, they're not hungry. That's all I can see in here. They ain't hungry. They're not looking hard enough for ways to make more. They're not grinding as hard as they could be at the damn door. It's just weak hands, weak minds, weak men. People, hands down, that's all I see across the board. If 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 that is. All you're doing and all you're making in a year, hell, I go, I quit any job I got and within 12 months make triple that just off my damn sweat. That's absolutely insane and disgusting. I'm just, I feel disgusted by hearing you say
0: that, Adam. Hey, and it's not you, sir. The, it's just the, the damn state of the will of the people. W- oh. Dude, you, you brought up the best, you just said the best line of the night. They're not hungry. Remember that with everything in the yeah, world today. No, 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 no that, that's that's the thing. That's why they'll be able to do the Fed coin. People aren't hungry. People aren't starving. There is so much abundance because of technology that um, the, the inflation really isn't exactly. It's it's not something. It's not something that's going to starve people. People are not starving.
7: Still end up paying more for everything every year. Talk about a real rim job
1: to your face. I mean, technology gives us the ability to produce goods and and, and products cheaper and cheaper exponentially. Like nobody's business. But yet, for some godforsaken reason, everything costs more every year. Oh, go ahead and pick yourself up a copy of the Fiat Standard if you don't know
0: why that's happening. Well,
2: does a great job. Yeah,
0: again, the people aren't starving, so why should they do any research? I mean that that's the thing. People <laughs> starve to death. It makes me sick looking at these people. But <laughs> well, the the thing is it, it's I, that that's one of the reasons I don't believe in these worst case scenarios that everybody talks about that everyone's gonna flock I to Bitcoin. It's 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 what I say on my show, the eighty percenters and the twenty percenters. It just it, it just naturally boils down to twenty percent of the people who produce eighty percent of everything. And I, I think that's something we, we, we need to remember. Like it isn't I'm getting tired of Well, you, you can do that. And that's, uh, that's your right to do that. I think people, I think it's better to do that than waste your time trying to convince people to be this evangelistic. Some people think every Bitcoiner has to be an evangelist and go spread the word. And you really, you you don't. I mean, well, but there's some people that are like, we're all in this together. No, we're not all in this together. (laughs) We're all individuals here. We got to look out for ourselves. And if you get pleasure And being an evangelical person, the people who aren't listening to you, then, I mean, that's that's your personal thing, okay? But um, it's, people really aren't going to jump on the train until they're totally desperate. And I don't want to see people totally desperate. I I don't want to see people
6: totally desperate. (laughs)
1: You know what? The good times have been good. It's let's go for the other. Let's do it. Sorry about that. I, it's been a long it's been a long life for myself and, and I've seen a lot of stuff and like it's like this whole entire thing is coming full circle. It's like a music video. It, the the way the world is operating right now. It's just really, really absolutely absurd and ridiculous i'm I'm ready to watch it burn man for real i got mine i'm ready i got lots of ammunition we got generators we got natural gas we got currency that can't be fucked with let's do it man burn it down
0: i'm ready yeah i i you seem like you're a fan of the doom porn i'm i you sound like you sound like a gold bug, <laughs> like a gold
2: bug. the fan. I'm, I'm just ready for it
1: along you know that it's like let's, let's do it, man let's yeah. do it see what comes out the other
0: end no, that's what I I'm I mean uh, I, I I don't want I don't want the end of the world I don't want the uh, gold bug scenario that the gold the gold bugs were always dreaming of uh you know uh the, the, <laughs>
1: digital like transition where people are literally paying $50 for a loaf of bread and they're having to scan their stupid phones for fuel in order to get approval to use it, their vehicle even, and then I'll just go to my man who I know has his own little refinery and like we do gas and when you're in natural gas, Ong oh and gee, you can get fuel, you don't need a gas station, so we'll just use Bitcoin and I'll proceed. Live my life the way I do and I watch everybody
0: else have fun staying poor. I mean we I, I do I do appreciate that we do live in this uh, technical world of abundance where people can live their lives through other people. You know, they, they see they they have a big team, the Democrat, Republican, whatever. People so many people live there.
2: they like that is just another theater to keep
1: people distracted but it
2: from works what's actually
0: going on which is the money yeah it but so, it, it it works that, I mean they, because they're comfortable they're well, yeah it, it's, it's, it's that, this is a, people live vicariously through other people and they're satisfied with that so if they're uh if elizabeth Warren becomes president you know so many people will be like oh my life has been made and and they won't care <laughs> that they're, they're all on welfare or Or if they they are all suffering through it, they're not, they won't be suffering through inflation at all. They will be happy that Elizabeth Warren will be president. That will make their day. And I mean, that's pathetic that they're not individuals, that they're not individuals anymore. But I mean, most people are collectivists today and would rather live through other people. So let them, let them, let them be that way. That's why I don't predict doom and gloom. I don't predict riots. Most people can be bread. Bread and circuses work. It's a proven fact. It's worked over and over and over again. And that is why digital uh, – uh, central bank digital currencies are going to work. But it's just another – it, it's it's the ultimate in bread and circuses is freaking uh, the uh, CBDC. I mean –
3: it is today, and I think the more the clown world kind of reveals itself, the more that things don't make sense, you know, as you get closer to the collapse of fiat currency around the world, I, I just think it's going to draw more and more people into the Bitcoin world or whether you want to call it the sovereign individual world, and I just think once you transition from living in the CBDC world to the Bitcoin world, there's no going back, so I don't know, I'm not sure how long clown world can support itself for, like if you've got 10 to 15% of a population opting out and storing all their savings in bitcoin and the government can't tax it i, I i'd like if the government loses its ability to you know uh get 10 15 percent of its revenue it has to print that money and it's just going to uh kind of reinforce this self perpetuating loop of fiat yeah, collapsing I, I don't think i don't think it matters if it's a cbdc or not to get its doomed to collapse
1: and they're going to come to bitcoin uh, but, I I'm sorry, John, I was just going to say, I think that the day that gasoline or petrol, wherever it is in the world, is purchased for Bitcoin, and that that starts to happen on a regular, that's when there's going to be a real serious shift and change in regards to how the world sees any currency. Because right now, the petrodollar has a total lock hold on how things operate system and everything, but as soon as a major player decides that you know what, we're not doing that anymore or let's just say it's smaller nation states around the world decide that they're going to start selling their, their fuel for that, it's just going to be, I think, even a big It's going to be a serious paradigm shift when that happens because right now even countries that produce oil cannot purchase their own oil with their own currency. They have to go and exchange that for us dollars. And that's been something that that they've used currency for to threaten everybody with for so long. So, and that's one of the things that everybody worries about if they have a digital identification in regards to the CBDCs and everything. If I go to the gas station and I have a CBDC, And I have used up my carbon credits or whatever the heck is going on, or else I'm not, maybe I didn't have my fifth vaccination, so now I can't get my driver's license to friggin' work. How am I gonna do anything? Like, go, like, well, Bitcoin. There are a lot of things going on in the world right now that are creating a runway for a straight asymmetrical return on Bitcoin that's unlike anything anybody's ever received. the history of ever. It's just going to be absolutely absurd,
3: but it's not going to be pretty how it happens for a lot of people and it's, man, just what happens. Don't be afraid to use Bitcoin as a circular thing. Just replace Bitcoin when you use it. That kind of ties back to the topic of the conversation, like, is Bitcoin in a bull market
1: or a bear market? Like, I think... I I think bull perpetual bull but like
4: short term it's always going to be you know I've been telling people that like you know early on when I got into bitcoin I was like oh like stuck to flow I think there's a little bit of validity to that and then you know you get into the on chain and you're like okay it's going to follow that. I mean, that that makes sense and you know number go up and, and now I've been telling people for probably like 8 or 9 months like the price of bitcoin if it's lower than 10 million dollars in purchasing power via 2019, then it's underpriced, and you should buy at a, at a discount, Like, but it can go way up or way down in between, so until we get there, you know, it's going to be a long journey, so, you know, do we, do we hit 200k at some point? Yeah, does that mean we're going to not hit, you know, 30k again? I don't know, I, I really don't. I think we're, like, it, it's, that's a good point. I mean, the perpetual bull, it's, really, we've been in a bull market for, you know, 12, 13 years now, you know? Um, I, I don't think, it's just people want to know, I, I don't know, it's just the, the time preference. It's all about the time preferences. of what you find the, the current, you know, market. So, I absolutely
1: I saw Geek just came into the audience down there. I don't know if we could bring him up, Geek for real estate and everything and he has the good perspective on tpc's and the potential bitcoin bull market that has to deal with that i mean like what are people going to do from that perspective uh, if the capital is coming so much more freely are they going to out of reinvesting into real estate or is it going to be something else he would know better than i myself Hey, I didn't quite hear the
7: question. Hey, oh, Jesus Christ. What's up, Keith? How you doing, man? Last time I saw you was in Atlanta. How you been? Hey, Tarantula. Yeah, man. I've been thinking about your mining over there. I said, at least I know someone I can ask questions of. I tried.
1: Uh, so, what are, what are your thoughts about the con- like short-term continuation of the Fuller bear market with Bitcoin.
7: I'd say there ain't no bear yet. Uh, I mean, in my opinion, it's just been going its own way, and that's up slowly. <laughs> well, it's just been a a uh, a welcome opportunity to to buy, you know, lower my average price. Uh, I buy every day. I'm on a daily buy. And, uh, and then when I see times like this, I buy more. Um, I I was talking to a man that, you know, he's, he's an old guy and he he loves his charts and he's talking about support and different technical analysis terms and, he said, Well I see three different support lines. I see one at twenty-nine, one at thirty-two, and one at thirty-five. And, and uh, he said, I, I wait for that twenty-nine. I said, Yeah, you know, I think technical analysis is very interesting, but it's a tool for trading. I said, and I ain't trading bitcoin, I'm accumulating bitcoin. And so I'm buying all the way down. And I'm buying every day, so that means I'm buying at 30, I'm buying at 40, I'm buying at 50, I'm buying at 60, because I know this one million or ten million dollar coin, it will I won't give a shit whether I paid 60 or 30 for it, you know. And uh, so it's about accumulation. It's not about the price. And so, is it a bear or a bull? I don't care. I don't give a fuck. I'm just fine. I'm just accumulating. It's all about accumulating. That's what it is. Now, okay, and I've known you for a little while here and there on Clubhouse, and I'm, we met in Atlanta and everything, and I know that you're
1: a proponent of firmly of cold storage, and uh, we were talking to Shelly. I asked to bring Shelly up earlier and everything. Adam, Luke, I'm curious what you guys think um as long as people are dcaing like this and they just keep on going with it just the way we're going do you think that cold storage and pulling from exchanges is going to have any like abject uh effect on the near term like short term at all yeah well eventually you get to a stage where there's just less supply for sale, mm-hmm.
3: that's kind of you know what we've seen Like, I mean, since 2020, Bitcoin kind of changed. Like, for the first time in Bitcoin's 11-, 12-year history, coins actually started leaving exchanges. Um, So I think that's really interesting. And since the March crash of 2020, you've watched coins on exchanges go from, like, 3.1 million coins all the way down to, like, 2.5 million coins. So you've essentially just watched 30% of the supply uh, leave exchanges and when you're looking at the chain data, you can also see who's buying it. It's all going to wallets of people who don't have a history of selling. So I, I think you really are going to see some sort of supply shock coming up, you know, relatively soon. That's why I think literally all of this shakes out before 2025, 2026. Like I think you're you're on you're just at that stage of the S curve, and it's pretty clear from. A lot of things that the big money's now interested in Bitcoin, whether it's public companies, whether it's uh, treasuries of nation states like uh, El Salvador, and you've even got the president of Turkey talking about it, you've got Putin talking about it today. I I think there's people with really big wallets accumulating Bitcoin, and you know, we haven't seen that in Bitcoin's history up until
2: 2020. So I think there's him.
0: well, yeah, I, I would recommend everybody uh, put their uh, coins in uh, cold storage, uh, because I, I believe uh, if you're keeping them on the exchanges or any of these third parties out there, uh, I, I'm I'm pretty sure some of these third parties are lying about uh, the Bitcoin that they have. And for me, for me, that's that's going to be this the supply shock. The supply shock will be when one of these entities uh, there's a there's a run on the, the so-called bank. And we realize that there's been fake Bitcoin that's been traded back and forth that has helped uh, uh, actually bring down the price. So I I recommend that everybody do a proof of keys and pull all their Bitcoin off these third parties. But but most people won't because they're getting interest or some bribe they're getting. But some of these some of these third some of these third parties are totally dishonest. I, I do want to say Shelly was about to say something like 10 minutes ago, and I I just I defer to her. You you were about to say something uh, and just. Uh, yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe she's not there anymore. <laughs> uh, she, she was about, she was about to say something. I do want to say, uh, you know, Hoddle, you, you you brought up some interesting points before. I just want to, uh, you talked about uh, the, the oil for Bitcoin trade. When that happens, you know, the whole world is going to understand, you know, about Bitcoin. Dude, it's not happening. <laughs> I don't believe in hyper Bitcoinization at all. I, I don't I don't I don't believe in hyper Bitcoinization at all most people are satisfied with their fiat currencies most con- most countries those those dictators those dictators that you just mentioned from Turkey and Russia they're not giving up their power they're not they're not gonna get into Bitcoin or whatever they're gonna buy some for themselves but uh, in, in if they were to you know if they had anything to, to give to their people, to do something with their people and bitcoin they'd be giving up their power and they're not they're not going to do that but this this i don't believe in the entire the petrodollar stuff i think it's a part of a it's basically a conspiracy theory um, the, the united states is the most powerful country in the history of mankind people all, every single country accepts foreign aid from us they're not going they're not just going to be like oh but i don't believe in the dollar anymore they want their welfare still. They don't, they won't care. They won't care what the, they won't care. You know, the, the Arab countries included. They want their welfare from us. They don't want the system to suddenly change. They're not going to believe in Russia suddenly. Russia is weak. Now, China isn't weak, but Russia is a freaking joke that that, that, that that the entire Western world, for some reason, worries about for some, uh, because they have nuclear weapons, whatever. But their nuclear weapons are falling apart. Uh, and I, I just want to say. know only smart people only uh, only smart people are gonna get into bitcoin okay most people are lazy bums they don't want to learn most people i mean we've been talking about bitcoin for years and years and years people have plenty of time to to value bitcoin the smart people are getting into it hyper the whole world's going to be on a bitcoin standard one day I, i call bs on that i really really do most people love bread and circuses. They love their fiat. They want to be patriotic. And the leaders of these countries will, I mean, look how everybody fell into the virus narrative so easily. That's asking a lot more of people, you know, Hey, take these untested, uh, shots. I mean, uh, lock yourself up for a year in your house. That's that. I mean, people just fell for that. So they're going to continue to easily fall for negative interest rates for whatever their leaders tell them to believe in financially. What we should be thinking about now is how many people now believe that Bitcoin is not patriotic and many people will buy into that forever and ever. There will be a huge percentage of people all across the world that will not, that will blindly go down with the ship with their country's fiat currency, because they want to be good patriots. I do not believe in hyper-Bitcoinization at all. (laughs) People do not act in their best financial interest hardly ever. Most people are irrational most of the time. That's no excuse for rational people to be irrational. So let's be rational. I'm not holding my breath for $2 million Bitcoin. I've set myself up in a way that generations of Meisters won't have to freaking work if Bitcoin gets to $100,000, okay? So I, mean, I I know people love to talk about millions. Let's take it one step at a time, people. Let's get to the six-digit realm before we start talking about $10 million Bitcoin and hyper-Bitcoinization, et cetera, et cetera. The whole world falling, for, falling in love with Bitcoin. Most people are statist. Most people are collectivist.
1: What are your thoughts on this? I just got here but I think Vic they-
6: to do it for you, like just
1: buy everything, have, set it up. I have a friend who's literally flying into Austin to help me interior design my place. Um, hopefully she's good at it. Oh, that's nice. Um, I-
6: To have another man furniture. Fish, if getting a cow was the thing that, required, that got you out here, I'll get it tomorrow.
1: Is that like the silence of rejection? Oh, yeah. Or is it cut out? Uh,
6: silence of rejection. There's lights to are really hard to get. That's why he said, "Don't call until you have a couch." Ah,
1: uh, fair enough. I was just trying to get better signal. Well,
6: so this technology helps you play hard to get. Um, more You're giving victory. great signal to your passion for Dustin. so I um, just since I talked that well
0: If it, if the price follows hash rate or hash rate follows price, uh, I don't I don't care. I I don't I don't care, dude. Hoddle man, you got some bad background sound, man. Like whenever you come on, it's like those are miners. Those
2: are
0: my yeah. It's. Yeah, man. So try to stay as muted as long as possible. Like it's it's hard to hear other people when you unmute yourself and stuff. Um, I mean, I I'm <laughs> I'm not used to this uh, this uh, this type of forum that we're in right now. But no, I, I don't I don't worry about the the the. I, you're you're a mining guy, man. You tell me if a price follows hash rate hash rate. I don't care. I knew in the long run that the price is freaking going up, and we're going to return to an all time high. I'm a very patient man, v- very very patient with this. And uh, again. Uh, I, I I'm, I'm just interested if the other panel members what they if they think this is a repeat of 2018 again or if they've been here long enough to to remember 2014. Well, um Yeah. In my opinion, in the ring, Adam, you have a lot of energy, uh, but it seems like in a delightful direction. Just that Bitcoin will always find you new know, all-time highs. And on that page, I'm exactly on board with you. I agree.
1: The only reason I can come up with why why price would follow hash rate is that when miners unplug, they're liquidating to move their shit. I think a lot of miners
3: You go. Go for a loop. I I was just going to say it's kind of related to why I think uh, we're not going to see these large 85% corrections with like a year or a 12 to 18 month bear market. I I personally don't think we're going to see that anymore. Uh, Like the 2018
2: and 2014 bears. I think one of those factors suggesting uh, why I don't think we're
3: going to see it, that's the miners. Like, a lot of these large publicly traded miners have access to the capital markets now. Like, and they're all borrowing debt, so they don't need to sell Bitcoin to
5: cover their costs. Marathon, Riot, there's a couple of Australian miners that just went... Can uh, just... yeah. uh, you go on, look, I was just adding another
3: company to the west, uh, that's all
1: oh sorry i wasn't sure if i
3: was losing reception or not um yeah i mean I, I just think you're watching the maturation of the bitcoin quote-unquote space and i think a lot of the large players in bitcoin have already come out and said hey look we're not selling bitcoin anymore we've taken on debt and we're going to use the old speculative attack to um, you know finance ourselves and stack more bitcoin and i think that's a really uh important factor to look at that we haven't seen in previous bear markets so
2: i think i think that's interesting
1: what if I got like an inflatable uh, bed mattress thing? Would that work in proxy? It better. I fucking, I hate air mattresses. They hurt my back really bad for some reason. But, got it, no I, I, can, I can just bring over like a fucking folded up mattress pad. I'll get one, man. I'll, I'll store it in the closet or some shit. <coughs> uh, tell me what works for you. I see it. a brand name. Text it to me. Are all fun find Yes, you're a robot, but I heard it. So yes. Please do. Dude, can I just say, Austin, i freaking like I'm like, they, I'm not even like, not even 48 hours in, I'm already having a great freaking time. Uh, are you coming to Houston tomorrow? I've been thinking about it. I don't have a car, but I could rent one. Are you going? going uh, go. I was, I was thinking about it. I could pick you up. It's a fucking long drive. If you're picking me up, I'm going.
4: Let's
1: go. Oh. I know Kaylee will be there. You know, Fish, maybe I could Uber to somewhere more convenient than downtown to, like, kind of more on the way and meet you there. Would that make sense? Um, I'll text you. I don't know. Where I'm at, it kind of makes sense to go, like, from here and go, like, a weird direction that doesn't really include you, but uh, let me see what I can find.
0: Well, uh, speaking of meetups and uh, this year uh, being different than 2018 or 2014, I do want to point out to everyone that, uh, you know, there's going to be this gigantic Bitcoin uh, Miami conference in April and we're talking 30,000 freaking people. I mean, if you would have told me that in 2014, in 2014, I couldn't find what are we? we got 46 people in this room. I mean, in 2014, I couldn't find 46 people to talk about uh, Bitcoin with uh, online <laughs> on a regular basis. It would have been v- very difficult. So, uh, you know, to, to, to talk about the uh, complexities of, of bear markets, if we're in a bear market right now, you got a lot of freaking friends around, okay? You're going to be hanging out with 30,000 people in person in Miami. This is something that uh, weak hands back in the day did not have. And a lot of people, because they didn't have the knowledge base, they didn't have the support, they didn't understand that this was a big thing because they didn't see the numbers, they panic sold at $3,000 in 2018, or God forbid, at $200 in 2014. So is it different this time? Yeah, it's different this time because it's just, I mean, 30,000 uh, person, a Bitcoin conference coming up in Miami. You guys talking about the, oh, I, I think you're talking about the awesome Houston meetup. Uh, I, I believe that's what you're talking about. I heard it. I heard it's, it's, it's tremendous there. I mean, we're talking Bitcoin cities, Bitcoin countries right now. I mean, it's its quite a freaking time to be in lo- alive and to have some perspective on how much uh, things have are different than in 2014. That doesn't rule out a bear market though. But again, if you do have, I think Corey put it, uh, Nicely that anyway. In the long term, we're always in a in a bull market. It always it always returns to its all time high. Sometimes you have to wait three years for it. To, I mean, for me, it's really easy to wait three years. I've been in this thing since 2013. I've seen it. I've seen them all come and go. I've seen it when it was popular to say Bitcoin was going to zero. That was popular fud once, and you you don't hear that any anymore. I've I mean, so right now, I gotta say the the popular fuds for this year are going to be it's unpatriotic and it destroys the environment. So, I mean, that could add to a bear market. Be ready for the propaganda. Those are two, but don't let that weaken your freaking hands because just like it's going to go to zero past, it kills the environment and it's unpatriotic. That will pass eventually. It might take 10 years for it to pass, but it will pass.
2: Side, and I get in the elevator and then like it gets all choppy
1: it's like too powerful I got too powerful to win anyway boring point but uh, not boring but different
5: point hey Adam on a smaller scale um there's a there's an event happening February 19th at Sacramento Bitcoin day uh Dennis Porter um we'll be speaking there uh, actually, Huddle Trench uh, huddle
0: is going to be a speaker at the uh, Bitcoin Day in Oklahoma City in March. So I just want to throw that out there. You, you know what, Jonathan? If any of you are in the area, you're uh, in California February, you guys use uh, promo code CoinBeast on, on the site. You'll get uh, $50 off your tickets. So I just want to throw that out there. Uh, I saw you partnered with those guys, that CoinBeast partnered with, uh, what, what they called? Bitcoin Day? What do they call it officially? Yeah, Bitcoin Day. It's
5: sacramento and then there's one for uh like i said oklahoma city in march um and that's gonna there's obviously gonna be more mining focused uh, and there's a pretty
0: pretty solid lineup of uh, speakers for, for both uh, conferences yeah man i so, i'm I, oh, sorry i, I want to hear i want i want to talk with you about that more online i, I offline i think it's, i think it's great that uh that you're you're helping promote uh smaller conferences all over the united states i, I believe in these 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 uh not well. They're big cities. Oklahoma City, Sacre Tomato <laughs> is a big city um, on its own. Um, but I, I'm I'm glad these uh not not as popular cities that you might not hear about are getting these uh these uh, mini conferences. Uh, also, I think it, I think it's great. It it shows a lot. I believe in in-person events, and of course, there's going to be in Las Vegas is unconfiscatable, uh, which I will be at. Uh, what's that? March uh, March third to sixth. That's Tone Vase's event and all of you out there who are like how's this guy have so much energy you will see that in person i i am the same dude i am i'm am the exact guy you see on the internet with this energy and i don't do any freaking drugs it's i haven't had a drink since like 2014 either man so yeah i was born this freaking way as i think that's a name of a song of some famous woman or something like that but anyway yeah it's it's always fun to to meet people in in real life that you just see their little avatars and everything uh, and in my experience over all these years like ninety eight percent of the Bitcoin people um, are the same online as they are in person. They really are sincere, nice people. There are a few sociopathic people that act a little bit different, but I mean that that's pretty good. 97 percent of the people are, are normal. Um, like uh, this is like Jonathan here. He's real. We've we've hung out a few times in uh, well, we hung out in Calgary together, and he is the 20 exact 20. Bitcoin rodeo that was uh, in the middle of uh, the bear market. Oh yeah, exactly. And this dude Jonathan is just as laid back in person as he is right here and he can testify that I am the same dude as uh, <laughs> but yeah that was a uh, you're, you're an OG if you were at a Bitcoin conference in the last bear market. there is no you are an OG at this point because that's how many people have joined uh, since since uh, 2018. I mean I remember I think, should, I think we should debate OG metrics more I enjoy this subject <laughs> uh, No no that's a very good that's a really good that, that's that's a great topic actually. I think, I mean, you were definitely an OG if you were here in 2018. I mean, you really are. You become an OG pretty fast in this space. You you, you really do. You you really do. If you you survive that... Yeah. I mean, because like that, that, I mean, some people think, Oh yeah, you, you had to be here before 2016. There's hardly any of us that have been here since before 20s. So many weak hands have dropped off since, I mean, I've been doing a show. I, I've been doing shows since 2016 on my YouTube channel. Quite a few of my guests have just disappeared. I don't know what the heck happened to these dudes. I mean, no one dude I saw became, he got into like a, medical stuff it has nothing to do with bitcoin anymore just you know what and, and that's a big thing in the world. he got into the latest trend because right now everybody's scared they think they're sick and stuff and medical i guess is a cool thing to be. To me it's, it's freaking depressing to live in a, a hole where you, you got to worry about being sick all the whole but it's cool you know mothers are like that thing it's a big you can make a lot of money you know scaring mothers thinking their kids are sick and stuff so some people that were in bitcoin that didn't really like bitcoin now they the, make mothers think their kids are sick or something like that but the, the, the point is is like um, there's people come and go in this space so much. So four years, one, one cycle is big. I mean, uh, so you're an OG if you if you were here in 2018. If you could remember that day in December of 2018 when it got down into the 3000s and people were, I mean, it was like an 80% drop from the freaking high. It was December of 2018, man. If you could remember that feeling, you're a freaking OG, baby. And then I relished that feeling because it felt so freaking It felt so good by 2020 when it freaking, when it got back to its all-time high. And for three freaking years, I said, it always returns to its all-time high. I felt very vindicated. I felt so free. And you all are going to feel vindicated too. If you say it's going to return to its all-time high, that moment when it does, and who knows when it's going to be, it might not be till next year. It's a great feeling of vindication. Pound that freaking like button. Sorry.
1: It's one of those things, it's like, the next class gets to decide what it means. Yeah, I, I agree. Like, I don't know really how to place it. But let's be honest, like John Seth is always saying, like, if you were aping into Bitcoin in 2013,
4: you're fucking stupid and, or crazy. <laughs> so if like, you were crazier and stupider for open I completely really great point The, the Swan Brothers are like like I had this with Adam O we were like if the Swan Brothers ever go down then like Bitcoin might be over because you know they bought in like I don't know whenever it was they were trying to buy in at like 10 cents and bought at like $30 and then absolutely got wrecked and I think that it was like 2011 or something like that and they've they've stayed level headed like this whole time like which is amazing because I think like you said it's pretty easy to go crazy if you were in it for that long I think the people that
1: just, like, um, aped in at 3,000 or 4,000, whatever it was, in a couple of years ago, I think those the people that were the smartest, because the people that aped in when Big was early, there was a very real chance of the clock apart. And I think at the 3,000 point was probably very, either was or very close to the inflection point where it couldn't be stopped anymore. I think those are the smart ones. That that's a good point. I mean I remember
2: twenty sixteen the fork wars,
1: like it was so much uncertainty. Uh, I was chilling. and I was like, yeah, was a fucking panic emptying bank account. Everyone
0: Oh, you're buying in that nice nice fish. I I don't know man. Like you, a ton, but I like you more now. Dude, there was a stable before the Fork Wars in uh right before the twenty sixteen halving there, I got some major FOMO as it was going from 300, as it was getting out of the bear market, as it went from 300 to 400 to 500 to 600 to 700. And as most people who watch my show know, that's when I bought about uh, an incredible amount, uh, well, uh, incredible percentage of the Bitcoin that I, I presently own. I got in the uh, spring of 2016. Um, I, I thought that was a very stable time for me. Like I'm um, for me, there was a lot of logic like, we're gonna have this halving thing pretty soon, and eventually countries are gonna buy this thing again. We weren't uh, the, the whole scaling debate really had it ramped up by uh, uh, the spring of uh, 2016. It really it wasn't it was until the spring of 2017 that Roger Ver was really bringing the freaking FUD majorly. But I had already I, I had already uh, there there was a there was an island of stability right before the 2016 halving, and that is when I went. Um, I mean, I turned all my fiat, I turned everything I had into to Bitcoin then. Yeah, I mean, I don't have to. Yeah, I mean, most people who follow me know that I, I, I just travel around the country and just uh, do nothing. No, no. I mean, I just, uh, I just, you know, I'm right now. I'm in Midland. I'm in Midland, Texas right now. I want to tell everyone. And the reason I'm here is just because I go. I just go from city to city. I just bought a car in November just because I wanted to travel across the country and because I didn't have a car beforehand. And uh, I see how it really is. I'm I'm car. Huh? W- what's someone say about the car? I, I, I mean, I. I, uh, the no, I never sold a Bitcoin in my life. I've never sold a Bitcoin for fiat I mean, in my life. Hot. I'm not, I'm strange, but that's hot. No, I, no, I, I don't, I, I have my whole life set up that I, I don't, won't have to do it till 2024. I mean, my, my saying in 2016 was strong hand Bitcoin having 2020. And then I just changed it to Bitcoin to having 2024. Um, no, I, 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 will not, uh, I, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm an intense kind of dude though, but I mean, I was convinced in 20, I, I started buying in 2013, but I ramped it up in 2016. That is when I became convinced. And some people aren't going to like this, but the person who really brought me over the edge, it was Vinny Lingham, who now people are like, oh, he's a altcoiner, He's this, he's, hmm? Wait, who's he? you see, people don't even know who he is. He is a, he, no, he, he was a huge Huge. Vinny Vinny Lindham was huge in the space. He's an entrepreneur. He's a very wealthy man. He's from South Africa originally. Fought, go to him on Twitter now. He's talking about NFT. I guess you're a wealthy man now. Do you still feel like being a wealthy man is, is so important to believing
1: in
0: following somebody? No, no. I. I. It's so weird. I'm incredibly wealthy, and I don't. It hasn't really hit me yet. I. It's like. It's insane. So I don't. I don't consider that a. uh a reason to follow someone because they're, they're wealthy. No, Vinny, Vinny is very, Vinny, you gotta, you gotta, you know, make up your own mind, decide if somebody's intelligent. Uh, and if they've got, so, I mean, what what Vinny, what Vinny said back in 2016, I, I already had respect for him because I, I had seen him build businesses and stuff. I, I, I had seen him talk at a, a conference in South Africa. I went, you know, I, I was going to learn on my own in 2015. One of the big things in the Bitcoin space was like, Oh, it's going to be huge in Africa. It's going to be huge in Africa. So I decided the first Bitcoin conference I would attend would be in Cape Town, South Africa. I you know, I went from Baltimore, Maryland. I went I went from Baltimore, Maryland to Cape Town, South Africa. I I met some awesome people. But I realized that it was just a bunch of hype, Africa and Bitcoin. Like there were people that were like, I'm going to spend all my Bitcoin on starting a business in Africa. Nonsense. It's better just to buy the freaking Bitcoin for $250. And something that, that Vinny Lindenham brought up at that conference though, that I'll never forget. Uh, the, the question was, I mean, we were in the middle of a bear market. Bitcoin was like $250. And the question for Vinny was like, how low can this thing go? And he's just like, dude. Uh, and people were saying $50 and vinny's like dude i know so many people in silicon valley if this thing if this thing gets below if this thing gets to $100 they're backing up their freaking trucks and i thought logically about it i'm like you know what this thing isn't going below three digits ever again there's there are smart people out there who are really wealthy in the, the whole you know people like to vilify these silicon valley people they were they were a big backstop they've been a, a silent backstop i think in, in terms of price when things really got bad but it, it, he was absolutely right it, it never got to $50 $50 was insane to predict because everybody there are people out there and I've got a price too everybody's got their back up the freaking truck price okay What's your price, well for for me for my the last time and the, the only time I had to act on it was March the 12th of 2020 when we had just yeah. been we had just been at 10,000 okay and all of a sudden people are talking about this virus like there's gonna be no tomorrow, like the world is ending. And I'm a, I'm a logical guy. I'm like, there's a day after freaking tomorrow. We're gonna get out. The whole financial market vomited. And baby, that thing hits five thousand. I'm backing up the freaking truck. I got me two Bitcoin for ten thousand dollars when that happened. So I guess for, for me, for me, it was like it was like five. Now in 2018, I'll have to admit when it when it got down to 3000 my backup that's at the end of 2018 in December 2018 at the end of 2018 it reached its low of 3100 my backup that's the my backup the price uh truck price then was about 2500 so it never got that low i never expected it to get to like $5000 again but it, we had a and that's why i'm saying it's different this this yeah, the man. i was shocked by it going down again i mean oh, that, that's that, that, that's why the, the virus has totally changed the macro environment. But I took full advantage of that thing, baby. I mean, and I was, and I, that's one of my proudest moments in Bitcoin. Uh, uh, again, I, most, most of my Bitcoin, so much of my Bitcoin, I got much earlier than, than 2020. But those two Bitcoin, that, that that I am so proud of those. Because so there were people then saying the craziest things on Twitter, the craziest things you, and there were Bitcoiners that I respected that were so scared of the virus. They were so collectivist all of a sudden. I couldn't believe it. And I've never had those guys on my show again either. They're, and I, I don't name who they are. It's, it's shameful who they are. It's just embarrassing. Um, these people that I once heard. And they and they they've slithered their way back into Bitcoin again, pretending like they weren't little panic-stricken little girls screaming about about something that they fully did not understand, like the whole world, that, that they, they wanted the government to, to lock everyone down and to do... All these horrifying status things. And meanwhile, I wasn't talking the talk. I was walking the wh- freaking walk. I had $10,000 freaking dollars, bought two Bitcoin. And then, you know, a year later, it's it's worth like a, a little bit over a year later. It was worth over $100,000 freaking dollars. I mean, that's you, you. You don't talk the talk, dude. You walk the. And there's so many people in this space that just talk a big game. You got to you got to do it sometimes people or on this planet let's not just talk about this space there's so many people that make up excuses why they're not going to buy there's so many reasons why not bot to buy bitcoin there's I've heard them all a million times yeah, so like tell a, a, a,
1: like, like a clubhouse you are getting a select group of people that do believe in bitcoin like this group like gods. okay i, I liquidated apple stock in that 2020 crash, uh, just before the 2020 crash, I liquidated Apple stock, and then when the price crashed, I bought Bitcoin, a oh, fuckload. And what's amazing about this group
0: is you're with people that like, you're a, with a select group of people that like actually, I think, get it, and that's amazing. Well, I I hope so, but I I've been through this space so many times. There have been so many times where I think I'm around a bunch of people that get it. I worry about I worry about myself. I worry about myself. I know, I know that I freaking get it. Uh, If if people, because again, there are going to be other weird black swan events. And I just wonder how many of the people are going to panic because it's, everybody knows you buy when there's freaking blood in the streets. What what would you say to those people? What would I say to the, what, to people who aren't going to panic sell? Like, yeah, I love you guys. You guys understand. You guys you guys buy. You know to buy when there's blood in the streets. Everybody should know that, but it's so hard to actually act on it when there's blood in the streets. It's scary when there's blood in the streets, okay? It can be scary. It, it is the ultimate time to buy. It is So, I mean, I don't wish that upon anyone. I don't want there to be blood in the streets again. I don't want there to be a black swan, but I can see it's so easy to predict what the next black swan events could be. I mean, we have a president who is senile, who is feeble, he could he could pass away at any moment and then you know who becomes vice president or becomes president, excuse me. Or it could be even crazier than that. A true black swan event would be if the president passes away and she doesn't become president. If there's a complete, if the order gets mixed up, people are going to panic. But be ready for that. I'm just saying, don't, those things pass. Things get straightened out. People die. <laughs> things happen. But there's so many people that just get caught up in the blood in the streets moment and think, this is the end. It's never going to – I have to change my whole philosophy. No, this is when you stick the hardest to your philosophy during the bear markets, during the black swan events. This is when you stick to your principles. But what I've learned is that few people have any principles at all, and they're just a bunch of talk. And it's it's sad, but – Yeah, I'm, I'm That's why. I mean, I don't, I don't know everybody personally. I, I hope to God, everybody is principled. It's very difficult to be principled though. It's, I mean, I I'm telling you, I'm telling you from experience, there are some big names in this space that I've had on my show that, that were so scared, that were so worried. a bunch of plans that all like, so have socially bonded. Like I know almost everyone
1: up here and we all know each other quite well, we've like, by talking. Like, beautiful space that like, doesn't exist anywhere
0: else. That, and I'm just trying to like, convey how awesome is. No, you're, you're absolutely right. If people ever feel like they're having weak hands, then yes, go to spaces like this. Go where you can have encouragement. I mean, many people told me I made a show every single freaking day of the bear market on my channel, okay? The day my freaking father even died, I made a freaking show, and people came to me and they said, "Adam, if it weren't for you, I wouldn't have been able to hold." And it, and it means a lot. It really does mean a lot. So it, it does. Some people need the backup. Some people need the, the community. Some people. Uh, uh, and, and I think I think it is. A, I think it is a really cool thing that there is a close community that has uh, that has uh, formed. But I just want to warn everyone: don't put anyone on a pedestal, because if you do, they. You might get let down, and that really might hurt you more than it, it, it should. But I got Roger Bell on Roger I kind of about that. Yeah, well, plenty of people did. And no, 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 no. That's a really, dude, 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 that is a really good point. there were pl- During the block size debate, so many people loved him so much that they refused to question him. On the World Crypto Network, Thomas would not. He would be so easy on Roger. He would always say, Thomas Thomas Hunt. It's it's sad that people don't know who he is. If you know who Thomas Hunt is, you're a millionaire like me. Yeah. 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 But but, yeah. 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 Tom, the World Crypto Network was the original YouTube channel for true Bitcoiners. And um, he... No, no, no. I'm not saying that, dude. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying that back in the day, I mean, that was the first... I'm I'm praising Thomas. Thomas created the first freaking true Bitcoin channel out there, but he would, for Roger Ver, he would always say Roger is a friend of the show. Roger is this Roger. Is that. And this, this really affected people. People did not want to, he was Bitcoin. Jesus. He was Bitcoin. Jesus. People don't want to question. People don't want to question Jesus. Now I'm, Ju- I'm Jewish. I, I'm Jewish. So it was very easy for me to question freaking Jesus. Okay. Very easy for me. I, I, I lost uh, I was no fan of Rod. It, it, it became clear to me that Roger was not acting. He, I mean, he wanted control, but because so many people put him on a pedestal, it, it really affected people. It, it got them emotional and it made them irrational when it came to Bitcoin. And Roger is a great talker. Roger is a great marketer, but this is, I just, I just warn people, you don't know yeah. when your Bitcoin Jesus, you don't know when your Bitcoin yeah. Jesus is going to stab you in the back. Sorry. No. I, I think
1: generalized knowledge about Bitcoin that wasn't there back then. then back then you had to choose a charlatan. You had to choose Roger Ver or some other Charlatan and like get behind that because didn't fucking know. They didn't know where blockchain was or any how any of this shit worked. And I think that's changed. I think that's, that's now a basic people get. that that's the thing though. Like it, it's so interesting because that whole thing is what like I got I got you know my first small amounts of Bitcoin Block size wars, but I didn't appreciate or understand it until B-TraSh was around, and you know there was all this debate happening. I'm like, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa! There can't be a bunch of different fucking bitcoins that are all like this thing it's claiming to be. And that's what really took me down the rabbit hole of you know what technically makes this better, what technically, what are the actual qualities of this? What, why are people talking about this so intently? And so like I actually kind of have have to credit the block size workforce in prompting me to get the proper education that I needed.
0: Dustin, I think it was Dustin who said right now in the space, there are so many more intellectually elite people than there were beforehand. There are so many just guys that are talking common sense, really high level intellectual stuff. Sometimes it's just, it's too philosophical. It's, it's almost like, they're just talking the talk, but there's so many more information sources out there than before. So you make a good point when there seemed to be like back in the day, there had to be someone, there were only a few people to follow. And some of those people were uh, quite misguided. I mean, I, I recall in, in November of 2017 that the B cash price started to pump. Do you know why that was? People were turning their Bitcoin into something they got for free. They thought that B Cash really was the next Bitcoin. I mean, that I will never forget that. I mean, the, it, on November, I think it was November the twelfth, twenty seventeen. One B Cash was equal to forty percent of a Bitcoin because of all these maniacs, these maniacs who really believed Roger Ver. <laughs> it was it was unbelievable, unbelievable.
5: i
1: figured a bigger cash would just like just continue to plummet
0: and i sold it as fast as it took me a while and then it like went up a bunch and then it, of course crash down
4: again later oh yeah i mean it, I remember the emotions of that
0: time it was when, when i saw i never was worried i thought of it as a blessing when B cash went over 20 i'm like i got this thing for free and people are buying me for this Buying this for me, I I cannot believe it. I was not, but there were people that DM'd me and stuff that were just like, "What should I do? Is is it really? Is is it really switching?" They they thought it was gonna, you know, because it, it, it spiked to forty percent of a Bitcoin, and it was only for a day that it, it only only for like an hour that it spiked. It was like hard to split? Adam,
1: did you use Electron
0: or how did you split? No, it? I used my the Trezor made it very easy, very easy. Oh, did. oh, oh yeah. It. It, it took a so the the actual the the b cash came about on august the 1st it took them a few weeks and i was i was already out of i was away from my Trezor by the time i could do it so i had a i had b cash for quite some time until i got back to where my Trezor was and um i don't think i even i only yeah yeah yeah. And so then I had some of it with me in November that I was able to it's like the couple times between it was good that I did not have my Trezor with me. Uh, I was able to do better off of the B cash because I wasn't able to dump it right away. Um so, like, the delay helped you. The delay helped and and again Trezor didn't allow you to split it until about a week afterwards. It wasn't ready yeah, that, right away. It wasn't ready right real away. Talk. Mm, yeah. not the well i mean if you want like what, what is a b a b cash is worth less than one percent now i mean if you want i mean that's better interest rate that's a better interest rate than you get for an old lady savings account but i mean <laughs> I, okay yeah so that, that yeah 0.7 percent yeah i mean you're risking your mother load i mean that's your your bitcoin is your yeah. real thing but back in the day I mean, there was a time for B Gold. B Gold, spiked the five percent. I know someone who sold all their B Gold for five. that. It, so they, it was five percent of a the Bitcoin. They sold all their B Gold. So I mean, if they had, if they had a hundred, uh, if they had a hundred, if a hundred, I mean, a hundred. That's that's five uh, Bitcoin. that got it out of the whole thing. I mean, those are big numbers there, but whatever. Um, but yeah, B Gold is worth completely nothing now too. But there was a time in. Oh yeah, there was there was all of them, but I, yeah, yeah. But the thing is B, B gold was good because it was the first friendly fork. They straight up admitted, we're just making a fork. We don't want to destroy Bitcoin. This is how we're doing our altcoin and Trezor create, create a, a splitting mechanism. So it was easy to get that thing too. That, that was very, but what happened with the B gold is very interesting that people don't remember Coinbase for all you CUCKS that store your Bitcoin on a third party, well, Coinbase gave everybody free B-Cash, okay? They gave you the B-Cash that you earned or that you that you deserved, okay? Because even though they controlled your private key, it was your Bitcoin. Uh, but really, it wasn't. They but Coinbase like a year and a half to like, they No, well, what, what Coinbase did was they never gave people the B-Gold. They never gave, and the B-Gold was worth 5% at one point. Oh, so. Yeah, never. So there was a law, there was a lawsuit. There was a lawsuit. And now, and now they make it more clear that they, they will not, if you have a coin with them and it forks off, they don't have to give you any of it. So they never gave those people their gold. They never did. And so what did, what did, what did they do with all that gold? They probably sold it themselves and made a bunch of money off of all the CUCKs that and plenty of exchanges do this. You know, that's what, that's another, that's another reason why you don't keep your coins in an exchange. Coinbase. But Dude, they sold the top a fuckload. 5%. They made if they sold the top they made 5%. That's incredible. <laughs> that would but I don't yeah. I don't know it
1: so for would be much, worth much more than
0: 5%. Dude, it, yeah. <laughs> they got, it, who knows what they did with the B-gold? But what I do know is that their customers never got the B-gold. and they had plenty of Bitcoin at, stored at at Coinbase in 2017. There was there's much more now. Because uh, people are stupid and they keep, they treat Coinbase like, well, they're not stupid. I don't want to, that's mean to say, okay. Um, it's just, Most people are used to third parties. Most people are used to storing their their wealth at a third party. So of course they're going to sell their, salt so they're going to store their Bitcoin in a third party. I mean, I can scream it to the mountaintops. I'm not changing some people's minds, but I'm just giving you a negative consequence. You're never going to get your forks uh, the, the next time around. You're not going to get that interest on your Bitcoin. Yeah, no, no, no. Quick, question. quick question. Quick question. Yes. Guys, quick. Yes. Yes. Please. I, keep, I keep giving away my coin, and people keep calling me stupid.
1: Yeah, that sounds pretty stupid.
0: <laughs> uh... I mean...
2: Okay. No. <laughs> I mean... <that's... laughs>
0: Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm if you give it to your family members, you're very nice. But if you're giving it to strangers, that, that might be a mistake. I mean, uh, you, that's a pathological altruism right there. Be, be careful. Be careful. Oh, I you guys my fam. I, you know, like, I just, you know, that's just what I do, I'm stupid. <laughs> okay. If you want to call it, pathological altruism. I would, I would uh, complicate it that way, I guess. But no. <laughs> um, but what's frustrating is when I give it away and I'm not sure if they get
1: it because I, I, you know, Clubhouse is so glitchy. I want to make sure that they get it. And when I don't get a response, it's hard for me to know if they received it or not.
0: Is this like a hijacking or something like this? I mean, no, yeah. Okay. No, jo- Jonathan, no. Jonathan, you're the TSA here, man. You got to take care of the hijack. Right? She- Shelly, Shelly, did you, did you get what I sent you? Oh, all right. Just Take it back, Dustin, man. Take it back to what we were saying. used to bother a lot more. Uh, I believe in the Alex Svetsky uh, way of looking at things right now. I mean, you just, you cannot waste your time too much on people who aren't going to listen. Um, that uh, if people need to find out, they're going to find out about it. I mean, I told, I, when I bought my first two Bitcoin in November of 2013, I went to a Thanksgiving party with my, my high school buddies. I I told them all about it. I was so happy. I, I mean, you know, I, I told my family members, I told I mean, but there, there, there comes a point. Like, I have got emails from 2013 that I sent to one of my best friends in the world. I said, "You got to do this. You got to buy this, man." And I, and he never did. And it's just, you were looking for X, yeah. It, 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 it's just, it's, uh, it, no. you know, I mean, that that doesn't make me like my friends less. Uh, you shouldn't, you shouldn't like not be friends with people anymore because they didn't listen to you yeah. about Bitcoin. I, I I will say that. Um, just like because most people. But I mean, I, I had a guy, I mean, every excuse in the world, I remember being at a club back in 2017 in Baltimore and it, and Bitcoin had just was, yeah, it was, when I was back for, in, in December when Bitcoin was going wild. Okay. I mean, it, it, it just gotten to 19,000 or whatever. It was, it was the height of the freaking um, bull market in 2017, 19, 000, 2017, December, 2017. I'm at a freaking club in Baltimore. Okay, so you know it's Baltimore, where I'm from. It's pretty ghetto. This club, and anyway, these dudes are coming up to me, and I—it looks like I'm on freaking cocaine because I'm just so energetic. And I mean, but I was so happy because my my whole world had changed. I mean, I was now I was a millionaire, and I I was just so ha- I was preaching Bitcoin to all these people, and people were saying to me, "Well, how about this other one? You know, how about if it gets overtaken? How much?" About- it's unbelievable. They can see that I am as happy as I've ever been in my freaking life. Well, maybe they couldn't, because I'm always pretty energetic, but whatever. They can, the, everyone's got to come up with a freaking excuse. And, uh, and and it's just, a, you know, this, there's only so much you can do. Um, what I do to, to get in touch with the normies, I just keep doing my YouTube channel. I get, I keep on tweeting out if it's going to be normies, if it's going to be oldies, if it's going to be whoever. I just, you know, I, I keep my place... I keep my real estate in the attention economy. I don't. I don't like that term, attention economy. But I keep them. I'm. I'm keep them being a public person in the space. Um, I, I don't do videos as much as I used to. But I mean, that, I, that's my. That's how I reach out to the normies now, and 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 the oldies. And I just. I try to use my head. I don't believe in the Bitcoin Inquisition. I don't believe in like cutting people off from Bitcoin. I have been saddened by what some people believe. Uh, in terms of uh, governmental views, in terms of, you know, there's all, people worry about the government way too much, but that's the beauty of Bitcoin. There could be, your worst enemy can be in Bitcoin and you should be willing to appreciate that and love that because there's nothing you could do to kick your worst enemy out of it. So I, I welcome anyone here. And I just, I just know that the reason Bitcoin has value is because per someone who hates me, can be in this thing, and I, I can do nothing. I can't. I can't take away their Bitcoin. I can't tell the government to to make them not be a Bitcoiner anymore. And uh, so that th- that's my uh, that's my reach out to the normies right there.
2: new all-time highs you know i've been watching
1: that chart for years at that point and i was like you know this is happening again and this is not going to stop and i you know i really like i said before i really got to understand it and why it was what it was and it, it it totally changed everything you know what's annoying is like you write about this stuff forever and tell everyone no one
0: thanks you for being right there's no No. It's never that open. Oh dude. It never comes. Dude, you haven't had people thank... I've had people on on the internet DM me and they said thank you for making me a millionaire. I've had quite a few people tell me thank you for making me a millionaire. So I I've gotten some thanks. I have so got gotten-
1: Dude is, so... is that why you're the Hexa Wallet now? We are changing the name because Hex has ruined
2: the oh, I support this. Is the new name decided? It's, there's a couple options we're throwing
1: around. Call it yeah. the fuck Richard Hart Wallet. <laughs> 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 Wait a Is
0: that is that Hot American HODL? Is it American HODL? What's up, my Dude, man, remember you showed your face for the first time ever. It was on my show, baby. That's where you debuted. What the that real? Whole, that whole saga, uh, that night took on a life of its own. No, 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 no. But it was, it was before that. No, Huddle, you were on my show before that. That's it. New... No, I know, I know, I know, I know. But that was the first time. He, yeah, in, in Vegas, two year. Would you be in Vegas this year? We're coming up on the two year anniversary, baby. Yeah, dude. I... Oh, be- oh yeah, of course. Yeah. I mean, there's just, logist- I know. Yeah. N- never mind. I, I should have known you'd be there actually, but um, <laughs> no, no, that was a, that was where I, 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 be- you were, that was your first in-person, uh, acknowledgement as, as being American HODL at-, at that event, at that event. But your, your first, was born. yeah, that was a, that was a crazy, uh, I mean, that was a crazy time because right after that, everybody got scared about the virus too. Um, that was a tone, uh, perfectly placed that event to have it happen right before, the, not that he knew it was going to happen that way, but to, that Is was... Is there a way to bring Trace Mayer back? I feel like I wouldn't mind him. No, 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 you guys don't understand. He's working for uh, Caitlin Long, I'm pretty sure. I. I yeah, and, and he bounced on his own
2: accord, you know? Like, right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I met him at that event in 2020. I, I liked him a lot. Uh, he didn't
1: try to show anything to me, <laughs> in person at least. I feel like Trace Mayer
0: come back if you wanted to. Don't, yeah, I that. everybody that that's the biggest people ask me about that. Like when's trace going to come back? I'm like, I'm not my brother's freaking keeper here. And, and again, it's like, don't put people on pedestal. He is a smart guy. He is a really smart guy, but you shouldn't need him around to, to love Bitcoin. I don't think he's going to come back. I think he, I think he likes being a really wealthy dude behind the scenes. Um, I, I think his disappearance was a little unplanned there. That was, <laughs> that was impromptu right there, but I, I'm, I remember a lot of, you know there was a lot of theories afterwards that it was 4d chess and that that's why he had gone around at the conference talking I to, see that. to so many people about it we didn't talk to every you know I still don't understand why he talked to you about it but then he didn't talk to other people about it it was it was a yeah, weird yeah. it was a weird choice very weird it choice. Was the, I, 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 I had people telling me before I arrived that they thought he had something to do with it. And I said, there is no way he has anything to do with this. This is crazy conspiracy. And then when I got there, a Canadian guy came up to me and said, Trace brought it up to me. I said, what the heck? I didn't know what the heck was going on. And then... Oh, come on God come, come on come on oh man no he uh it is people can watch uh, that was trace Mayer's, like last appearance on a regular show was with me and American Hoddle we're standing there at tones conference we're joking around it, it's it's pretty funny and people were in the in the chat in the YouTube chat were asking about the uh, uh the, the, the the altcoin or whatever what was it damn, uh, the the Mimblewimble, people were, at, and, and again, I I didn't want to like even bring it up at that point. I'm like, this can't, they can't be serious. Like, uh, but you know, I still feel bad doxing. I still feel bad doxing the private conversation I have with Trace because like, I really don't like to do things like that. And I wasn't going to
6: if he had just been trading a shitcoin. But he gave me this whole pitch about how he was going to use Mimble-wimble coin to attack Bitcoin. And I was like, whoa. Whoa.
0: That was when I decided to tweet it. By, by the way, do you remember that afterwards, Tone had the Scammies event at that bar? Yeah, yeah, but I do you know I didn't even hear. It was so hard to hear There's at that no event. I, know, I was at the bar Jack Mallers, and like, I didn't even know that happened Me, later later. Yeah, I didn't know it happened until the next day. I had no idea. I had no idea there was any drama with Trace at all until the next day. And and. Right, so really, really. Yeah, it, it and was, it was, but I, you could hardly hear Giacomo because he was so loud. He's got that accent. It was just, it was different. I didn't know what the, I didn't know what was going on at that, uh, at that Scammies thing. And it was. And so the, the next day I'm hearing, you know, at the Scammies, it was revealed and I didn't know what the heck anybody was talking about, man. It was it's surreal. Say, I like I like I Trace and uh, I,
2: I think there's a definite path for redemption for Trace. I don't think Roger has a path for no. redemption.
0: Well, we'll get, again, Trace, is, proof of keys is a glorious thing that we should never forget. People need to pull their Bitcoin off of these third parties because these third parties are trading fake Bitcoin and it's hurting the price of Bitcoin. I I, I do believe there is some fake Bitcoin out there and it's not going to be called out until all these people take their Bitcoin off these exchanges and there's a bank run and unfortunately some people are going to get screwed majorly. But that I mean that was the risk they took in the first place. So proof of keys is something that Trace Mayer. Um, that everybody should uh, appreciate, and uh, just you know, get get your Bitcoin off those exchanges, and that's that, that's a good way to remember Trace if he never comes back. Just get your Bitcoin.
1: No, Trace created the 200 day moving average as an indicator and Preston named it the mayor multiple. It wasn't it's it's a pretty was basic indicator, I mean, Ruby Keys, isn't that like in January?
5: Like, maybe we should revive that, you know, just bring it yeah, back. We did. We did a really year. bad job on it last year, like a terrible job, because Trace wasn't there to spearhead it.
0: Yeah, it was terrible this year. It's January 3rd. It already passed. And no one talked about it this year, hardly at all. I was trying to push it. I, I was even offering people free Bitcoin if they took their coins off the exchanges, but it's
6: just I got no reach. Yeah, I'll take your Bitcoin, Brad, for I'll put some money on the exchange to take it off. I'll, I'll take some Bitcoin. Like, I literally replied Bitcoin, to some, Brad? It was like Robin Hood was posted this, or was promoting this tweet that was saying,
3: deposit your Bitcoin into Robinhood and we'll give you like $20 for free. So I quote you and I was like, I'll give you $20 for free to remove your Bitcoin from every <laughs> centralized exchange. <laughs> like just DM me and show me a screenshot and
2: like nobody DM nobody DM'd me. Dude, speaking of, of weird things like that, like um, um, fucking
1: Colin, I know I, I like him. Colin's a great guy. I, I saw him tonight. But uh, when we first met Clubhouse, I was talking. Oh, you were to, both my,
2: there without me?
1: <laughs> Bitch, you could have come. You could have come. I was going to, and then I was just like, eh. I don't know. Where this anyway, going, whatever. Colin offered me, I think it was half a bitcoin, uh, if I could prove I had a UTXO from 2011. And I've since gone through all my shit, and I'm like, oh, okay, now I've confirmed I can do that. And I'm like, I've been debating uh, confronting Colin to be like, hey, about the half bitcoin. He's good for it, right? He's got a bunch of
2: Bitcoin, right? <laughs> like maybe he would just do it as like an honor thing? Maybe?
1: Yeah, no, he would. I've been mean, feeling kinda broke lately, so maybe it's, it's worth, worth pursuing. I mean that would be the time. It's worth, you know, less doll hairs than it was. Exactly. To, you know. He'll feel like he's getting that half Bitcoin loss of a cheaper price. Here's the question, the call like be more or less afterwards. That's the more important question. he <laughs> will <laughs> <laughs> like you much much less, much. but i will respect you more. Mmm, true. Day of respect versus being liked. Put it, put
4: it, put it. Dustin, you made safe look like a midget in that picture. Dude did not. Is he small? Are you massive? I, giant. I feel
1: Dustin's so 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 a big it, dude in real life. It's, it's both. Yeah, I, I, I'm pretty big. I'm like six five, Jesus. six four and a half, whatever. Yeah, Dustin's a little bigger than I am. And I consider myself a big dude. How I did I have? did a back to back comparison? I think Shelley was the ju- was the judge but she was too small to see what was going on. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> just eyeball it, you know?
6: I'm pretty good at guessing heights of men. Okay, sure. here's a, here's a follow-up question with Colin Thing. I mean, I was hijacking, but um,
1: would half a big wood be diminutive, diminutive? I can't fucking pronounce the word diminutive to uh Colin. Nah, then I don't. It's a moot point. If he said it, then that's what matters. You're
6: asking if a half a bitcoin is a lot to corn? Yeah, bitcoin's a lot to everybody. Clearly, you it's don't right. know about his silver collection. He has silver? You're kidding. He has like silverware. Just <laughs> yeah, a little better. <laughs> like, but, yeah, no, great. no, but it's, it's like over. very, very expensive dude going back to like the
1: 2017 uh feelings that adam was feeling during the bull market that he was describing i was feeling the exact same way (laughs) like it was it was like cocaine is not that good you know what i mean like i had never experienced a drug like that in my entire life and for like two weeks i was in like a permanent euphoric state Oh my God, I remember I woke up in the middle of the night to like check the Bitcoin price and,
0: and I think it hit 20000 or something and I just woke up and couldn't sleep again. So euphoric. Hey, I got a question about uh. someone brought up silver. What do you... I still get people that tell me like, yeah, I'm stacking silver. Like who can do this anymore? Who can still believe... Like this is a legit, you know, you're in this, you're in this digital realm talk, talking with Bitcoiners and you talk up, talk about stacking silver. Of st- I, I I, do not get it. And it's, it's usually some guys that are leaning toward the boomer age, but I mean, I, this people have been waiting like since freaking 1980 for silver and gold to like take over the world. And I mean, every single day we become more and more digitalized, uh, it's it's not happening and and just I, I don't see how people are not embarrassed when they bring up silver. Uh
1: as a as a disclaimer,
6: the gentleman I was speaking of earlier I don't think has the silverware because he cares about the silver. It's because they're like ten thousand dollars each piece. So it's kind of just like a bougie thing to have. Okay, and now, now I'm feeling inclined to pursue this. Happen. Yeah, I'm trying potential. to help you in a roundabout but, uh, way, uh, Dustin,
1: without doxing. definitely <laughs> <you have to laughs> sign but he, it to you, so. Yeah.
6: I so wonder you, what the message she will let me sign is. What do you have to do for this half-a-Bitcoin, Dustin? I want someone to give me half-a-Bitcoin. Uh, you just, uh, I, I had,
1: class of two thousand eleven on like Clubhouse, you didn't believe me. And he gave me a challenge. It was like, you know, if you could prove that, I'll okay, give you a bitcoin. So I mean I presume
6: Oh yeah. Yes, Dustin, that's sick. Congratulations.
1: I presume I presume proving that applies science and message. So ideally it'd be something funny, you
6: know? Can I have a
1: bet too
6: he made a bet and you won the bet, so take your Bitcoin and
1: don't forget about it. I have UTXOs from two thousand eleven. And I wasn't here then. It's right now. Yeah, I'm going. Oh. That's it. to pick him in here. You spent the Bitcoin. Yeah, of course, you'd be able to sign from that address, right? Listen, yeah, Justin, as as I'm going to
2: need. need. Go for a shot. Oh,
6: no, it oh. no, no, it wasn't important. No, but I always like it when you talk. <laughs> Hopefully I like this. No, I was just going to say I'm getting a ping call for you right now, but you're going to have to give me a portion of that uh the Bitcoin for my search.
1: about uh what was it your, your company or something else no products yeah. that she likes yeah Wait, I no, like cordless I, water
6: no I, I don't have it. a cord. so i am excited about waterfix in general and i think everyone should own one i don't have a cordless one that i am excited about that i do have two
1: of the like most traded ones on amazon i just am not excited about, talk about, about like, like the, the dental
7: hygiene tool yes correct oh my god when i hear right here somebody say crypto i'm like oh my god like and i and i and it's people think that's because i'm an og and i'm like oh no no i'm pretty new here but but i do have to thank all of you guys uh for
4: for really steering us newbies uh to the right direction because there's you know a lot of people that obviously been idiots and they go down the wrong path but but you guys uh you know have helped us kind of warp speed into a, a level of knowledge, it probably would have taken a lot longer.
2: I'm not convinced
6: that even if you come in late, like if you came in in the last couple of
1: years, and you still think that crypto and blockchain are like the words you should be using, that
2: you understand what you're talking about. Yeah, I think there's like like the,
1: the minor oil energy guys who like kinda converted over for them it's just a new every street. I look at them eventually and I feel it. And I don't know, I just I, I will. They're ideologically aligned with us. Like look at somebody like a Steve Barber, you know, like Steve Barber was from that industry before he was a Bitcoiner and then, you know,
0: he, he merged the two industries, but like he's pretty fervent at Bitcoiner now. Steve's been in the space since 2018, at least. I mean, he, that that's a, that's a pioneer right now uh, c- compared to some of these dudes. I, I don't think it's a sin to use the word crypto. I, I, I slip up all, all the time. The people who fixate on using blockchain over and over and over again, usually it's a clue in that they don't really know what they're talking about. But, I mean, uh, be, be careful judging people by – Yeah. I, th- I think the way to demarket is just say centralized versus decentralized. There's only one that's truly uh decentralized, all the other ones you can sue someone at. And thus they are, uh, they can be potential, vic- they are potential victims of regulation. Uh, anything that has an ounce of uh, centralization, if it's got a founder, it, it can be blackmailed. It, it, it can be a, the government can go after it. I think, I think that's, a, that's a, you know, and and that that teaches people uh, the definition of a of a term also they they really understand what decentralization means and uh, that is bitcoin all, all the rest are uh, to a point can be uh co-opted in some way because of se- some centralized uh aspect whether it be uh, you know a known founder like with uh, vitalik or just these straight up coins that are venture capital funded companies that's 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 really all, all they are and they are totally slaves to the regulators i mean those guys don't want to get sued and stuff and that's that's the beauty i mean what do, you, what do you want to be with do you, do you do you want to be with something that's uh at the whim of of government regulators or do, i mean and the other thing to look at too um on a positive note uh, all those centralized uh cryptocurrencies whatever you want to call them they are shields for bitcoin they are they they are distractions for the elizabeth warrens if elizabeth warren wants some blood if she wants a victim there are plenty of centralized uh Coins out there that she, she can go after. and I used, to, I used to agree with you on this, but I think it's changed recently. And I, I think the reason it's changed is because of the the ESG FUD. Oh, so, yeah. You know, essentially, like, proof of work is dirty and bad for the planet, and they can make this claim that, like, our coin is green and clean and beautiful, and it's all puppies and rainbows over here. That is another beautiful differentiation we're going to get to one day. Bitcoin will be the only proof of work left standing. And it it will be a platform for the whole world to be taught that this ESG stuff is a bunch of BS, that we need energy usage for anything productive on this planet. If you want to go crap in the woods, then you believe in ESG, okay? Anything worthwhile takes power, takes energy usage, and it's just a complete clown world that we're living in where we have all these people demanding that people use less energy, they're demanding that we go back in time, that we cease progress in innovation, and I think it's going to be great when Bitcoin is the one, the only one left with uh, proof of work, and that that will be the uh, that will be the differentiating line to, to teach people the difference between crypto and Bitcoin. You're not you're not going to have to you know worry about you say crypto or Bitcoin. You're just going to have to be saying this one actually. Uh, uses energy. These other ones create all this nonsense and all these games because they all gave in to the peer pressure. It is is it it is going to be the biggest fud. We have to prepare. I mean, everyone has to be prepared to be, be called like earth killers, okay? But, okay, we're, so what? We're killing the earth. We are promoting humanity. I care about humanity. I don't care about some freaking rock somewhere, okay? I want progress. I want to live to be 200. I don't want to go back to crapping in the freaking woods. And that's what ESG is all about. Going back in time... I mean, it's like, the whole thing is stupid. Yeah, the whole I, thing is really stupid. I I don't believe in even arguing with these people about clean energy versus dirty energy. You know, Nick Carter tries to get in all this philosophical stuff. It's a total waste. I think uh, so we were talking about Steve Barber before. He had a, a tweet, and he's gonna be on my show on Friday, actually. Just saying, you know, ignore these people. Don't even stoop down to their level to argue, uh, because, because then you give them like validity that they, they 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 actually have a point that we should care about. Uh, the, the, We should care about the spotted owls more than we should care about humanity and progress and stuff. You know, we will figure out a way if things start to get, if people are actually hurt by pollution and all this stuff that they they say that Bitcoin mining is creating, well, there will be innovation. We'll figure it out. We don't need to be stopped. Let let progress continue here. I am I am a pro-progress, pro-innovation kind of guy and I understand that energy has to be you have to use energy for anything useful in this world, okay? Anything productive in this world needs energy. And I I mean, I I'm not going to get down into all the dirtiness with these people that are trying to make everybody feel guilty about the the not- No, I I am proud to be associated with something that is Freeing people and it is bringing financial progress to this world like nothing else has ever in the history of mankind. And uh, I let all the trolls just say, "Oh, it's a killing the environment." Yeah, wh- whatever, dude. I'm, I'm I'm not even gonna wait. But again, we should be aware. It is going to be a huge narrative. And also, Bit- Bitcoin is not patriotic. That will also become a, a, a big uh, a big narrative. It, it's used by. Uh, You know, it's used by January 6th insurrectionists. You're with the insurrectionists if you like. You're an energy, you're a spotted owl killer insurrectionist if you like Bitcoin. I mean, get ready. FUD 2022 right there, right there. Get ready for that.
1: Don't worry about it so much. Exactly. Why not? Because every, uh, because TikTok another block, that's why. And if it's associated with all the people that have guns, uh, still don't worry about it because it's then being associated with all the people that have the guns. Um, tick, I just, I, I really care about the political situation of Bitcoin, but I also think it's going to keep going regardless of the political situation. Hey, apparently uh, Naval wasn't here listening to us for a few minutes. Burner account, right? Hey, Hoddle, tell yep. me honestly. No, does we'll uh, Jason things Williams things have people in here with Burner accounts listening to us? 24-7. I, mean, uh, I don't think so. I doubt it. Personally. I, I think if Jason
4: I think
1: Annie got placed in here though. <laughs> okay, because when we were talking about a Bitcoin credit union, it went out on
4: Jason's uh Twitter account instantly. And I was like, what the is that about?
6: <clears throat> Wait, so he wasn't a part of that conversation?
1: Correct, and he was not in the room. And it went out on his Twitter account at oh, the exact funny. time. The hot myself, and a few other people were talking about it. What was the topic? I couldn't hear you. Bitcoin like. Credit Union. Um, I mean, I'm just gonna say, from my own experience, I was at a Bitcoin meetup this evening where we have not been on Clubhouse at all, and we were talking about Bitcoin
4: Credit Union. So, could just be like in the air.
2: They
6: probably saw his tweet. from how many people do you have placed in Clubhouse listening to all the rooms? Fess up, time. I mean, I don't,
1: I don't burn human hours on it. I just, you know, spend all of my time reviewing past Clubhouse audio. I mean, that seems worth it.
6: That's intense.
1: Somebody, I'm curious, though. So somebody fill me in. Why, why would Jason need to be sneaking into the room? With I, I didn't say that, I don't, and I don't think that at all. It was, a, it was sort of a semi-joke. Like how many people he has working for him or something. If anyone's serious about Bitcoin credit unions, I've got some pretty good domains.
2: Hey mods, do you intend to have this room be recorded? Because if not, feel so free to turn it off.
6: Jonathan, were you guys recording this on purpose?
5: No, we're not recording it.
1: Yeah, Dina, let it, let it loose. Go. Yeah, back to uh, orgies and cocaine. I believe that was <laughs>
2: the topic of choice. And